In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Acts chapter 3, verses 17 through 21, where I'll answer the question, why should I repent? Acts chapter 3, verses 17 through 21 says, And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets that his Christ would suffer, he thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all the things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. One of the common refrains in the New Testament, as well as the Old, is the call to repentance. That each and every person needs to recognize that they are a sinner before a holy God who created them. That they have violated his manner of living and have committed a crime against his holiness by doing other than that which he would have happen. Because of that, each and every one of us needs to repent. We need to acknowledge our sinfulness before the Lord and beg him for forgiveness. Peter's message to the people in Jerusalem is that they need to repent and he gives them a few reasons why. Here they are from Acts chapter 3, verses 17 to 21. Thought number one, sins forgiven. If you want your sins blotted out, if you want them removed from the mind of God, from this ledger of evils that you have committed against him, if you want to be forgiven for all that you have done that is wicked, then you must repent. You must acknowledge your sinfulness before your Lord, as well as accept that it is only through his son, Christ Jesus, that those sins will be removed. See, repentance in the name of Christ Jesus is the means by which sins are forgiven. So if you would be forgiven of the crimes that you have committed against your neighbor and against your God, you must repent in the name of Jesus Christ. Thought number two, the Lord's presence. Would you like to dwell in the presence of the Lord? See, a lot of us like the idea of the presence of the Lord until we start to think about how we have failed him. I like the idea of the presence of the Lord provided that the previous thought has already been accomplished, that my sins have been forgiven. Because Without my sins forgiven, the presence of the Lord is not a blessing to me, but a terror. So since I desire the Lord's presence, I desire to have fellowship with my God and my Creator. But I acknowledge that I have failed Him and offended Him by my sinful behavior. Then I must repent so that I can have forgiveness and then dwell without fear in the presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord is a wondrous thing if you go before him in innocence. But if you go before the Lord in guilt, then his presence is a terror and a fury. Because the Lord's presence is inevitable, we must repent before him. Thought number three, Christ's return. 
The promise of Christ's return is something that gets repeated again and again. From the very beginning of the church, they have expected and anticipated Christ's return. That when he ascended into heaven, it wasn't a permanent thing. That it was temporary that he would be away from us. And that ultimately he would return and make his dwelling place here with us along with the Father. As we seek out and anticipate the return of Christ, we must prepare ourselves for it. And the way we prepare for the return of Christ is by repenting of our sins and trusting that through his death that we have been forgiven. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading, Acts chapters 3 and 4. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by joining the Facebook group, Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.